Good morning, Philadelphia. We are alive and kicking uh, with our Eagles draft. Maybe a little more disappointed in recent Sixers news. I'm just going to put that on the back burner uh, till Monday like I do important work stuff that comes to my inbox over the weekend. And, um, you know, forget that that happened and focus on this Eagles draft because this was a... A heck of a uh, of a second round, uh, in my opinion, landing uh, Carl Jurgens, which we sort of called on the uh, the pre draft sentiments uh, short that we did yesterday before the second and third rounds, and landing to Kobe Dean, a first rounder uh, in round three, which you have to be happy about that. I'm a little bit worried about that injury situation just because so many teams passed on him, but really, you know, this team, especially the defense, we're in a rebuild, so we'll take him. We're going to be happy with that because we got a first rounder in the third round. That's family with a PH. Pouring the people a straight shot of top shelf sports talk. Uncut from South Philadelphia. This is the Family Football Podcast. What's good, fam? We are heading in in about uh, two and a half hours to rounds four through seven of the NFL draft on this fine Saturday where it is, uh, well, it's really, it's always sunny, but it is sunny in Philadelphia today. And uh, we're pretty pretty happy here. A.J. Brown, Jordan Davis, Carl Jurgens, and Kobe Dean. Bring them in. Throw them on the roster. Let's go get it. Um, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. You know, there's there's some errors that we're going to review in depth when we do uh, our next full episode. Uh, but for now, I want to come to you with, uh, you know, listen, some information about rounds four through seven. Because hitting in these rounds is the difference between a playoff team and a championship team. The Eagles have done it in the past. Guys like Tom Brookshire, Wilbert Montgomery, Seth Joyner, Clyde Simmons, Jason Kelsey, most recently, Jordan Mailata, who I got his jersey, man. The guy's going to be a baller. Picked him real late. So I'm going to tell you who I like. We got picks 154 and pick 237 remaining. Uh, we may hopefully get some more picks with the trades Trades of uh, guys like, I don't know, Rieger, Whiteside. Uh, we mentioned getting uh, Dillard off the roster as well. I don't know. I don't know if you're going to be able to move them. It's, it's a, I think teams know it's addition by subtraction for us. Uh, but we'll see. Maybe we pick up a few more. we got to get this secondary uh, filled out. I mean, we don't even have bodies in there. So, uh, for me, I'm really looking hard at who's left in the secondary. And a couple of guys that I like that are still on the board. Uh, Tariq Woolen, um, Southern Alabama kid, uh, really tall, lanky corner. I think he's probably the best corner left. If I if I had to guess, I think it's the small school thing holding him back. Um, Kobe Bryant, a guy that was opposite Sauce uh, down there at Cincinnati, still on the board. Both Bama uh, corners, Jalen Armour Davis and Josh Job, those are on the board. I love Damari Mathis. Damari Mathis is a corner out of pit. Um, I could see him being an Eagles pick today, just because they do love their pit guys. But I actually think he could. Uh, he could become a baller, maybe even a little bit better than uh, than Avante Maddox. Um, there's also Zion McCollum out of Sam Houston State. This guy has all the measurables. I like him a lot. Um, I think he is maybe only being held back by the small school thing. The guy can tackle, uh, likes to get in there and mix it up as a corner, which you like to see. But more importantly, like he's got the top end speed. He's got the college interceptions, something like 13 interceptions at Sam Houston State. So, um, 
You know, we're talking about a guy that's a playmaker. And the, I, I'm here, you know, I said this before, I'm hearing smoke around smoke. I think, uh, I think the safety out of Auburn, smoke Monday, lanky guy, needs to work a little bit on the tackling, but has a really high upside. Um, hearing that the Eagles like him, I know they uh, brought him in for a visit, I think, as well. I don't think we should be done at linebacker either. I love N'Kobe Dean, but obviously some injury risk around there and some guys still on the board. If Brandon Smith drops to 154, uh, the linebacker for Penn State, I feel like you almost have to take him. Uh, Damone Clark from LSU, DeMarco Jackson from App State, Darian Beavers from Cincinnati. Uh, Jesse Lucetta is a guy that I think that the Eagles might like, although maybe he's a little more of a 3-4 of a, a outside linebacker. You probably could develop him either way. Um, the other thing that I'd be looking at, you know, potential late rounds, some of these running backs still on the board, Zamir White, Damian Pierce, Isaiah Spiller still there, Jerome Ford. I'm a really, really big Kyron Williams fan. I think he'd be uh, a great addition to the Eagles' backfield, especially in the passing game. Pierre Strong Jr. Uh, so these are some of the guys that I might like to see the Eagles go get in these late rounds. What I'd like to see more than anything is lots of shots in the secondary. Like, Howie, unload the dead weight, man. Get some of these guys off the roster that have just been dragging us down. See what you can get. Get some sixth rounders, some seventh rounders, whatever you can do. Pick them up and just start taking shots on guys in the secondary. Draft, draft whoever the hell is left because you, at this point, you just need bodies. If it's a safety that could become a linebacker, like take him. Dane Belton's a good one uh, from Iowa. He might be there. Sterling Weatherford from Miami of Ohio, pretty high on him. Um, you know, we're, we're digging real, real late here <laughs> into the depths of potential sleepers. Brad Hawkins from Michigan. Um, Hawkins is a big safety. He might be a guy that you could convert to an outside linebacker, too, in a 4-3 defense. So, anyway, there are, uh, there are talented guys to be found here, but this is where your scouting department really has to do a job, really has to hone in and make sure that they've got their board looking, looking tight and they've got, you know, those sleepers in mind. Because if we hit in some of these late rounds and then we go into next year's draft, uh, we are are sitting pretty, man. Um, still got to solve the quarterback problem. I still don't think Jalen Hurts is the guy. Sam Howell's sitting there. Listen, Sam Howell's young. He has the best deep ball accuracy of any quarterback in this class. And quite frankly, the best breakout age. I think if there's any quarterback coming out in this cha- this this class that actually – is not, you know, touted as a top-tier prospect that has a chance to be a franchise guy. I do think it is Sam Howell. So I wouldn't hate Sam Howell uh, if he fell, you know, the whole way to 154. Um, I probably would hate Carson Strong or Bailey Zapp. I just, there's nothing there for me. It's a waste of a pick. Um, overall, I think I, I'm hoping that at this point they steer clear of quarterback. Matt Corral is my guy. Y'all going to be disappointed that he's, uh, he's not where Jalen Hurts is and that he's just throwing it to, uh, to Christian McCaffrey and the receivers down there in Carolina. So those are my sentiments. Everybody, have a great last day of the draft. Thanks for listening.